This episode of Super Legit is brought to you by our one-year anniversary! Wait, Josh? Yeah. Oh, you, you, you normally don't show up at, at the beginning of a show like this. Well, it's a special occasion, so, I mean... Cool! All right, no, I'm happy to have you here. Um, uh, but hey, do you not want me here? Like, no, 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 no. I'm super glad to hear your voice. Um, how about how about this? Stick around through the show, uh-huh. and let's uh, let's talk afterwards. Let's talk about what it means to to be at one year. All right, and then we can start recording then. Yes, yes, we'll start recording then. everyone to another episode of the super legit podcast did did a cicada join us in this session what is going on is is that my <laughs> i'm hearing this is oh, everyone hearing me listened yet but i thought this was donda I, I, i'll admit <laughs> i have been rubbing my legs together this whole time <laughs> i'm i'm honestly not picking it up but i can't hear certain high-pitched noises because of rock and roll right yeah it literally started go. yeah the moment he started speaking, and I'm pretty sure it's in my space. In fact, I know it is. This is amazing. Ah, <laughs> oh, this episode brought to you by Sean Michael Boozer's uh, personal pet cicada. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the good news is that this won't happen again for 30 years. Yes. Yeah. You guys, please, let's not make fun. It is a service cicada, so let's not, uh, let's be respectful <laughs> of that. It's, it's an emotional support cicada, and the yeah. emotion is fear. <laughs> uh, some airlines will not honor that no matter what SMB. So just uh, watch I yourself. I cannot wait for the ad. It stopped. Super. Uh, sir, you're not going to be welcome on this flight if you have that uh, cockroach. It's a cicada. A, a cicada? You say cicada, I say cicada, but I'm an entomologist, so it's cicada. Ah, entomologist. Wait, I'm sorry, sir. Do you have you you have intimates on you? Because I have been desperately hungry all day. I, I'm just behind you in line here, and I, I, I uh, I'm you are, already and if you on the gangway. Stay behind him, could you? Okay. A couple yes, more feet. Looks like you're at four, and it you be at six. Come on, Science. guys. This is a southwest. Airplane, let's just go. It's an Airbus. I, come I, on, guys. I have a letter from my doctor saying that I am allowed to bring this cicada on the airline. Look, the pilot rarely steps off the flight to yell at the passenger. I'm sorry, you said you have a, a chimichanga? Because I am desperately hungry. I, I'm catching a connecting flight, and I thought you said chimichanga. The, oh, no. Oh, this, the cicada. Yes, uh, no. Oh, no, it's it, an insect. Oh, oh okay. And, and it's cicada. It, it's cicada. Excuse me. I'm 90s pop singer John Cicada. Will there be any type of preferential uh, seating going ahead? Mr. Cicada, if you could get back in line, sir, you're in group B. Okay. It, clearly, I see it from here on your boarding pass. We are Southwest I'm... Airlines. We still only allow printed boarding passes. I just can't wait another day. What are you going to do? Hand me your phone? No, thank you. Now, back to the cicada. It's wearing a red vest. It's clearly a service animal. Ah, it's an insect, right? An insect is an animal. I mean, again, 
I'm the entomologist what? here, right? Who makes I don't you... gonna tell you what a, what a ticket looks like on a phone. What 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 is your what is your knowledge of words and word history, where they come from, have to do with insects? That's a great question. So one thing I know about words is that someone who studies them is an etymologist. I'm an entomologist. Okay. If you were a poctologist and somebody came and stuck their ass in your face, you probably wouldn't be too happy with that. It's a job I made up, but it's a good point. Look, I'm not getting... Paging Peter Cetera to phone booth 7. Paging Peter Cetera to phone booth 7. Oh, Cetera! Also one of my favorite instruments. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Sorry, I had to stop that scene before uh, Santana showed up. Uh, <laughs> that was real smooth of and, you. And how about the uh, that uh, that scene was brought to us by the Cadillac Katera? <laughs> yeah. The caddy that zigs, I think it was. I love that he and, could, uh, the, he could uh, see... Oh, sorry. I love that uh, he could just see young, the well... Young boy... Oh, no, you, you go. I'm so love... sorry. I'm also sorry. <laughs> I like that I'm in a four-way stop in Brentwood right now. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I love the fact that he could see the way words were spelled when they were pronounced correctly, and he um, then <laughs> pronounced them the way they were spelled in his head. That was amazing. You can't do that? No, I can't. Okay. I think that's just automatic for, for, for certain people. It's like uh, synesthesia with words. So it's like when what you hear words and you see like meanings appear in your head? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, Syn- is synesthesia is when you see colors? It's yeah. basically when two senses blend together so you, like, you can hear... Uh, flavors or sea ah, smells okay, right. or you know certain you know numbers have shapes it's or, crazy stuff like that yeah or, or like when peter satara is talking you just imagine chicago albums from the 70s and 80s going through your head i think you just do that anyway right i, I think that's probably what what most of his conversations yeah inspire. <laughs> yeah it's like your version of the tetris effect yeah our brains think in in metaphor we we think uh and create in metaphor it's uh, I mean, some people do. It's very rare, but some people do. When you think of a an object or a person, you think of like a word on a page mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. word on a page. But the majority of people, if you think of an elephant, you picture what your brain has learned as an elephant. So if you've seen them in real life, you see that. Or if you've only seen pictures of them, you see that. This is uh, the thing that fascinated me in college. It's semiotics. It's the study of signs. Uh, it's what words create as meaning. This was like the point in my English degree where I was just like, oh, this is a dark road of me never making a single dollar in my life. <laughs> um, if I follow this path, uh, I will be fascinated and broke. That's, that's, yeah, there's a point in an English major where what you're doing is talking about the words that are coming out of your mouth as you are saying them. And you've reached a point of the universal present where nothing you do will ever mean anything. So it's the day you... <laughs> That's called a doctorate. I was about to say, it's the day you sign up to be an English major? Yes. Is yes. that it? That's... <laughs> hey, and with Jeff, that revelation, we intro the Super Legit <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the latest episode. We uh, we took an episode off because we were, we're busy back, adults baby. with important things to do. But we're here, and we are so happy to see one another's faces, which you can't see as usual. Um, lucky, lucky you. 
Oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah, they, these are these are my friends. These are my uh, my my colleagues. This is my crew, my team. I mean, it's just so nice to actually be uh, with them again in the form that we're in. Because of course, we're still in the pandemic. But honestly, it, whenever anything that we decide to call uh, over happens for the pandemic, it's still like it's the best way to do this because we can actually get together so much more easily than if we all try to schedule ourselves in person. We really shouldn't have made J.J. Abrams the Surgeon General. I mean, it <laughs> no really is the shit. Michael Myers of global panics. <laughs> you know, it's like every time we think this pandemic is dead, it's oh, just no. like See, rises up uh, with its shitty William yeah, Shatner also, mask. Just before coming uh, a couple hours ago uh, in L.A. County is the uh, variant Moo. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. So you say Michael Myers. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to humbly nominate Jason Voorhees. You you go two hours just killing this motherfucker. And then at the end, there's just one dude who sees the heart and the heart's pumping. And then eye contact with the heart, heart makes eye contact with the eyes. And then they eat the heart. And then that becomes the new Jason Voorhees. And then the franchise just keeps going on and on. Spoilers, Josh. Wow. (laughs) 20, 20 years, 23 years ago. Come on. This heart has eyes. You say, yeah, I hope I never have direct eye contact with a heart. Oh, come on. Come on. You're telling me that this Jesus guy comes back? I hadn't gotten to that part yet. Dude, it was coming. Don't tell... Like, you didn't see the signs. No, I didn't see see it coming. Like, when they put him in that tomb, I was like... Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's Uh as far as I got. I thought it was over. I was like, oh, all Uh these pages, this is just like wrap-up. Maybe we follow everybody's uh-huh. story at the end. Uh-huh. And like, you know, yeah. oh, what did Thomas wind up doing? Nate. Did Luke go Nate. back to being a doctor? Nate. Yeah, Greg? How many, pe- how many people do you know have turned one loaf of bread and feeding 33,000 people? How many, people like, how many people do you know that did that? None. And that's what made it such a compelling story. Finally, a hero that I, I mean, he was a little bit derivative of like Aslan from like Lion, the uh-huh. Witch, and the Wardrobe. But like, other uh, than that, this guy seemed completely original. Switch nope. Switch that. Switch that. I think I think Aslan. Aslan. You, you know say what? Aslan. I say Aslan. Uh, I, I, it doesn't matter. I'm not an entomologist. Okay. So, who would want it? What I'm saying is, there's the loaves, uh-huh. and then the fish, mm-hmm. and the water and the wine, and then walking on the water. This guy is obviously set up for like. Being the coolest party guy of all time. Oh, hey, oh guys. God. The party's out of food. Boom. Jesus makes more food. Oh, party's out of wine. Boom. Jesus makes more wine. Hey, guys. Who wants to float the keg in the pool? Me, Jesus. I'll just walk it out there. That's what, And then like I was like, oh, this is a cautionary tale. Party too hard with your friends. You get nailed to a cross. But then like you're telling me he comes back. Uh, in the book, yeah. I mean, there's... Oh, what happens in the movie? Not, what happens in the movie? I, I assume he would also come back. There's some people who think that he's also going to come back in real life. I don't want to spoil that for you, but he, he's not. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I, I don't want you to believe this too much, okay? Like, it's a good movie. Mel Gibson's awesome as a director, but like... Whoa, 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 whoa. Jesus, the Jewish guy, got Mel Gibson to direct him in a movie? Man, Hollywood's about compromises. Hey, yeah. A lot, a lot of compromises. So so here's the thing. Like, of course I'm not going to believe that this guy's going to come back in real life. He's just a character from a book. I didn't think I was going to get a chocolate factory. 
What kind of asshole do you take me for? Oh, hey, oh, everybody. Uh, I just read The uh, Hunger Games. So, you know, we all start have to start living our lives where every year there's an annual tournament. And then everybody's got to fight. Could you imagine forcing other people to live because of the book you read? Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody. Super fudge. No, come on. Get the fuck out of here. You do hope there is a factory, right? I mean, I do hope there's a factory, but I've got to build my entire life okay. around the hope that someday I'm going to wind up in this magical factory where my grandparents can walk again. I mean, I've got to live for now, right? I can't just spend my whole life waiting for something where, like, maybe it's going to happen, maybe it's not. Nobody's ever heard proof of it. No, no, no. It, it, it's, it, it, it's, not, it's not going to happen. No, I know it's not going to okay. happen. I'm well just, aware of that. Once again, I don't think somebody's going to come up and offer me green eggs and ham a bunch of times. It's okay. a thing from a uh, book. I know it's not real. Okay. I just wish you hadn't spoiled the ending. Nate. Nate. Yeah, Greg. Would you would you eat them on a train? Gregors. Gregors. Come on. Would come you on, eat man. them on a train? I'm Listen, saying you're, you're buying into it. If, tell me you wouldn't eat them on a train. Much like the spiritual John Wick that is Jesus, green eggs and ham also are not real. Okay, I'm not uh -huh. going to. Uh, uh -huh. I'm not going to eat them on a train because they don't uh -huh. exist. Things in books, okay. right? Don't necessarily plane. make them automatically real. But on a plane, Gregors, Gregory, come on, All right? I I do not like you saying Jesus is real. I do not like it, no matter what you feel. I will Legit. not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most convincing sermon that I've been to in a long time. <laughs> and it does make me think that the Gnostic Gospels I always hear about, I've never read. But what I'm thinking now is it's about the apostles, like, don't want to get in trouble with Jesus being dead. So they all have to kind of like hold him up and move his arms. And oh. so everybody <laughs> thinks he's still alive. 40 days and 40 nights at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense for the the eyewitness reports of him having still having the holes in his hands <laughs> mm -hmm. that were <laughs> remarkably free of blood. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but had little bits of a uh, canvas in them. Well, you know what? <laughs> like, if if you've ever had a really good piercing, you'll know right. that that'll work. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know if this was Weekend of Jesus' 2, there's some sort of voodoo magic. Yeah. Uh, and every time a certain song plays, he gets up and dances. Yo, I'm trying to write the trailer. Who's fucking letting this out? <laughs> I mean, someone's got to get Mel Gibson on the really, phone. Really, the, the film is the origin story about the uh, inventor of sunglasses. <laughs> I like wow. it. I, I'm with you on this. Yep. This is like the Ben and me. Like Ben, you have Ben and me for bifocals. Well, I got to put sunglasses on him, but it's Jesus's day. <laughs> Where'd they come from? <laughs> I would love to see that, like, in, on, on like Christmas with the Christmas tree instead of like putting an angel on top. You just put a pair of like Ray Ban wafers on the top just to celebrate Jesus with some glasses. This must have been done. This must be currently being done right now. Yeah, guys, I'm that, writing the trailer right now. <laughs> I think the Ray-Ban sunglasses are for the risky business themed tree. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Na, 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 na. <laughs> you just put a you just put a white button down on it as the decoration. <laughs> Says Joseph and Mary goes out of town and he meets Mary Magla. <laughs> and then when you uh, put the tree up, you you kind of you bring in the door and once you stand it up, just throw it. So it slides across the floor. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
to the. Um, and, and y'all were giving Mel Gibson shit. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> did did anybody ever make one of those uh, pull back and go toys of him from that movie? Or you know, it's uh, got the wheels attached to the bottom of his feet, and you just pull oh, it back. And you hear the click, 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 click sound, then he let go and goes. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise was yes. business. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In his underwear, because if not, I feel like it's way too late for that toy to be made. No, but I'm going to make it anyway. It's not. Yeah. I'll buy it. I'll buy it right now. Yeah, I do think Josh Mel Gibson should remake Risky Business, starring <laughs> him in the Tom Cruise role now. <laughs> uh, he is. Uh, he is Risky Business in <laughs> the process of Passion of the Christ two. Oh, oh. Has he not written two through seven like uh, Avatar? No, James uh, Cameron. The thing that brought me to Second City was uh, seeing an ad in the paper for a friend of ours is uh, Brent Tubbs's uh, like student show, which was called The Passion to Double Crossed. Uh, <laughs> nice. I'm like, I can't say no to that title. No. <laughs> so, I have to go so. give you five dollars and find out what this building is for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, we, we have a question this week. Uh, I know there's been already so much material without it, but, you know, let, let's do it. Let's do the thing we're about supposedly um this <laughs> super let's do it mm-hmm. let's let's do the let's thing get this about. question come on i'm supposedly. ready i'm pumped supposedly <laughs> legit <laughs> ask that Thank question you. you're the only one that realized i had started a scene but because i just said the same thing you did but as a different character people didn't realize it was a scene i i was unsure oh my god <laughs> It was so I, well done. I just assumed we'd all just move one person down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take one chair out and now uh, uh, just faster. So uh, so this is this is inspired. I, I saw uh, uh, Shang-Chi today. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which was uh, fantastic, by the way. By the time people hear this, hopefully they've all seen it. But if not, go see the film. It's beautiful. But uh, Marvel's really been, uh, and this is not a spoiler, this is just them in general, it's been my, in my mind, is that they've really been pushing into the multiverse lately, and their idea of alternate universes is especially fun, because mm-hmm. they're not doing just the simple, oh, one small, you know, slight difference, or the, you know, uh, yeah. everybody has a goatee, but, like, they're they're really digging into much more dramatic differences and, and variances, and uh, it's super fun. So I was just kind of curious, if, if you guys were to... Uh, to imagine what your alternate universe life would be like, what would you see for yourself? Uh, you know, maybe you're doing the, the simple branch off of one choice difference, or maybe it's something crazy, but I'm, I'm curious. Uh, let's start with you, Stephen C. James. Okay, guys, I've thought about this question so many times because I talk about this a lot. So <laughs> I even know like the point where my multiverse split. It's my freshman year in college. I'm in Holy like the, uh, the, the classic learning core which was like this uh, special group in college. And we had this hour seminar at the end of every week. It was total bullshit. And like halfway through, I found out we didn't have to go. And I was so excited and I never went again. But there was an argument one of those days where this guy was literally like, well, he was a business major. And he was like, why are we trying to save these trees and these owls when there's clearly money to be made? And I was so disgusted. And I like wound up getting into this full on like, you know, college freshman argument um, uh, during the middle of this like lecture thing where somebody else was be talking and this guy was asking a question. Like I just started like bickering back and forth with the guy. And so I realized at that point, if that guy had convinced me, I would have spiraled off. And instead of being what I am now, which is like a school teacher and an altruistic person, I would have gone into advertising. 
because I've got a brain that is like constantly like thinking of slogans and jingles and stuff like that. I would have gone into advertising and I would have been the guy who got cigarette age lowered to 14. Like I would have been completely evil. <laughs> I would have just been an absolute monster. Uh, and so I think about that all the time where it's like, oh, the evil Steven works in advertising. And what he would tell you is this. I did. I do have to say about his argument. I like that he's saying, why don't we get rid of all the trees? Because then we can make something that's made out of paper. Yes. <laughs> wow. I like, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I can see evil Steven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see you being like the most apologetic evil guy on earth. Super. All right, guys. So uh, glad you're all here. This is a, uh, Brainstorm session. Happy, session. To, be Happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. bad idea. No, no bad okay, idea. Where else so. would I be? Where else would I want to be but here? Great. So uh, just a little. Hot dogs uh, made out of chickens. Okay. Those are called chicken dogs. Those already exist. Uh, let me just preface it this real no, quick. No, no, I like no, the enthusiasm, no, no. though. I sure. like the enthusiasm. You didn't listen to me. Oh, okay. It's, sure. it's Go a ahead. full chicken. Oh. Alive. Oh. Okay. 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 I'm. I'm gonna. I have a. It's like clucking and, and stuff. I'm with you. you. I'm with you. you. Put it in a bun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. And if you can successfully get it in that bun, what's the first thing you're gonna say, or someone's gonna say, when they see a fully grown live chicken fitting inside a hot dog bun? The fuck. That looks delicious. Hot dog. Oh, okay. How'd you get that chicken in there? You know, uh, piggybacking okay. on that. It's a good slogan. Piggybacking oh, on okay, that. Sure. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, uh huh. A deconstructed Legos. Oh, oh, okay. So you, you buy the Lego and it's already set up, and you yeah. you sure, you sure. interpret it like you're banging on the floor. You throw some uh-huh. furniture on and it, and then you, you you pile it up, and then that's the deconstructed Legos. I feel like this isn't that Legos now. I, Look, I'll, I'll take I'll take all of these okay. ideas. I just, I, 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 I'm going to bounce off of that one here real quick because I haven't told like, you what this, this, this about. that okay, really sure. inspires me. What about dark? bulbs dark bulbs okay. instead of light bulbs they're dark bulbs and i'm not talking about black lights because yeah, that's been yeah. done already right but you like like light it, that's not okay, light so. light that's dark like it emits right. dark like when you turn You're not it on just talking about the room light. gets dark and yes. you can't see shit anymore yes okay yeah okay I see that. so so okay, i just so, want to piggyback oh, off of his oh my god piggyback yes. of the piggyback uh i'm uh-huh. just thinking all right um when was the last time we really considered trying human flesh. Yesterday. Like, we yesterday. don't know sure. anybody who's a cannibal, Hot right? Hot you know, it's no, one of those uh, things where it's all a bunch of rumor <laughs> yeah. and innuendo that this uh-huh, is like sure. bad for us or anything like that. And okay. I'm not saying we eat mm-hmm. people when they're no, alive, but like not, the recently no. deceased. You know, the very uh-huh. recently deceased. Okay. What they about almost that? pre-deceased. Yeah, so, yeah. What if we uh, turned yeah. our old folks' mm. homes into a venue for feeding the hungry? Exactly. That's or, you know, the, the peckish. Oh, you know how tender that meat would be? Okay, okay. I just um, I, I just want to say all of these are uh, brilliant ideas. Uh, we can keep going with these ideas. All Which of one this was the most brilliant no. so far, though? Yeah. I, yeah. This isn't the reason why, specifically, why we're here for, for the brainstorm. Um, if you guys want to keep throwing out more of these ideas that's fine but it isn't germane to specifically what you guys are in attendance for if you catch my drift i don't we're we're idea guys four-way tie for brilliance i I catch that there is a drift Hmm. 
Mm. A dr- All right. All right. Drift? What? Chicken no. chicken flavored. Uh, again soda. with the chicken. Okay, yes. It's nope. called chicken drift. Mmm. Mm. Wait, why mmm this? Why why what? Well, we're curious. That's why well, I mean Yeah. Why um why that drift? Idea is I, intriguing. I'm so sorry to ask, but why drift? I think we go the route of uh of sparkling waters here. Right, everyone's health conscious. We don't want any calories, so we just like want a the chicken Lacroix. essence. Exactly. Yeah, we just want essence of chicken in there. So that, essence you know, of chicken. Yeah, we'll yeah. just keep. We'll keep. Sure. Uh, we're just gonna take some. Look, here's the here's the real kicker here about this whole thing. Uh, we we can get like we can play with the big boys of Nestle here. Okay, we just mm, we yeah. just steal water. Mm. I don't even like I don't even like calling it that because it's not really stealing. It's public sure. water. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. You can't anybody, steal something that belongs to yeah. somebody else. Right. Mm. Anybody is welcome to pull their massive uh, tanker up to it and draw tens of thousands of gallons of water out in one time. Sure. 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 Uh, and, and bring it to their uh, purification uh-huh. plants. Uh, yeah. Where we use reverse osmosis in a yep. uh, thousands of filters. Uh-huh. Anyone's welcome to use that for themselves. Yeah. Okay. And, sure. and, and poison what you leave behind. Yeah. Uh, so that you have the only source of water in the air. Anybody's okay. free yeah. to do that. Oh, okay. yeah. Anyways, totally. totally. We, we take uh, that process to get our sure. water. <sighs> you shoot okay. some CO2 in there. Yeah. Carbonated. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Bubbly. Right? Mm-hmm. Hey, we mm-hmm. even take the angle of we're solving climate change. Oh. This is carbon capture. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Capturing mm-hmm. it in the can. And I then just, we just set those cans open, right? Uh, yeah. For uh, I don't know a few weeks in just a hen house. Yeah, and, and by using chicken, we're ending world food overpopulation. The glut of food that okay. threatens our world, <laughs> we are solving. This, this is does not, not knock my dead for. people idea out of the water no, either. It, we it go chicken it, flavor. Guys, Your Lego idea is still game, Tommy. Can I just need to bring it up. Wow. I just need to bring no, it all around. I yelled and the thing is, the, what's Great. the first thing you're going to say when you see this? When you see this product, well, no, that'd be about the that'd be about the chicken hot dogs. Hot chicken? Yeah. Hot Legos. Like, g- chicken, that's good soda. Listen, oh, if you were a random person on the street and I hot. just told you about how this this sparkling chicken mm-hmm. essence water called this Drift so came bad. about, this hurts mm-hmm. my soul. For you to for you to really buy into it, okay. What's the phrase I would have to say to you? Jägermeister. Catch my drift. Oh, he brought it full circle. When he said full circle, he brought us back to the beginning. All right, that was amazing. Yeah. Aaron, that's Aaron, where he got all those Cleos. I think we should all just appreciate that for a while. Mm-hmm. Hey, Spencer, oh, why okay. the fuck are we at this okay. meeting anyway? Well, yeah. Thank, thank you. I brought the best minds here available today to talk about the new Samsung Transformer phone that's going to be coming out for the Christmas season. But all it seems like you guys want to talk about stupid ass chicken ideas. So now do you guys want to talk about this cool new transformer phone coming out or more chicken stuff? Can you tell me no. more about this ass chicken? Ooh. At what? <laughs> gotcha. It's a rule that you have to end any scene on when the word ass chicken. Is <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was rule number two in, 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 in Sharna's book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, right after I met Chris Farley. Yeah. <laughs> right. I also have an alternate reality. I, I Please, I want to hear it. For a long time. So as Ooh. I have made mention here um, on the show a million times, uh, you know, I, I love going to concerts. I love live shows. I love 
rock and roll, obviously. Um, I think I have that I have that center point to where it branches out into a different direction. Um, instead of my first show, which was uh, Phil Collins in 1993, instead of that being my first show, my dad and my mom take me to go see opera because it's good for the soul. And, uh, you know, I, I, the opera scares me. So I asked my dad if we can leave. My dad says, yeah, enough opera is enough for one person. And we go in a dark alley. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you guys laughing? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sure this is uh, dramatic and tragic. Please continue. Yeah. And yeah. And then the guy's like, stick him up. And like my dad, because he's like a hero, again, alternate reality. Uh, he's like, no, I'm defending my wife. And then like he grabs like my mom's pearls. and But mm. you don't see anything happen. Well, I and can then see just... that vividly in my mind for some mm-hmm. reason. Like some over and like, over, and over again. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So you guys get the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I become Superman. Ooh, huh? Mm. Yeah. Okay, that didn't it's track alternate. in the direction I was expecting. Yeah. Definitely yeah. alternate. See, I threw yeah. you for the loop. That's you did absolutely. That story. No, I would become Batman. Like everybody would get on my. I just I the fact that I would be able to take my issues out on everybody, uh-huh. and the fact that I don't get to do a podcast. Now, how do you overcome the lack of being a billionaire in this alternate reality? I trade guitars. Poor ass Batman is a great superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Uh, excuse me, uh, Master Wayne. Uh, Master yeah. Wayne? Yeah, what is it? Um, I was doing a little bit of research on the internet uh, while you were out uh, punching Polka Dot Man in the face repeatedly. And it seems that some people have uh, crunched some numbers. And you could actually stop crime simply by donating half of your family's fortune to charity. It would feed the hungry it would create a system where there would be police patrols constantly on duty in areas where it was needed, and more importantly, there would be social workers available for all those who might feel that a life of crime uh, is something that would benefit them more. It would raise the average salary of... Superman, what I'm saying is that rather than stopping crime, literally, if you just pointed your heat vision at a solar panel, You would provide a limitless source of energy, allowing us to meet every human need and ending the need for crime entirely. Is it Kal-El is better? I'm sorry. I I didn't want to sound too familiar. Well, see, the thing is, um, (laughs) I don't don't really take notes. Um, I am an Uber man. Uh, I can fly. Uh, So for you to come at me with uh, notes, it seems a bit much. I'm just saying, like, if you want to truly stand up and save the world, stand up. I can jump over a building in a single bound. I can. Right. I'm faster than a locomotive. Past it. It, it, The point is that your superpowers could, like, you can fly. Great. So can a plane. But you, you could blow into a windmill and provide electricity for the entire world. There's only one person here that blows. Batman. I'm just. He's right there. Joker is right there. If you just break his neck <laughs> right now, if you just break his neck, it's done. He never escapes Arkham. He never. He he never. I, I'm I'm he, just saying, Alfred really got into my head here. No. And I'm realizing. What do you say, bats? 
I just I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for a good psychologist for you, okay? Now I know you turned the last one, and we've got Harley to deal with as well. But I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you for a better one for you. Oh, we're gonna get Harley. you some counseling, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make this right. Look, all as, right? as as the commissioner of this city, I'm telling you, he's gonna keep breaking out of our prison system, which needs a, a dramatic overhaul. No, we need we uh, need better social programs. He's right, Commissioner uh, yeah. Gordon. Uh, when the only tool you have is a hammer. Perhaps every problem that you see is a nail. Uh, as I don't a want you to get out on the streets and help and do this stuff, Alfred, instead of like throwing these yarns at everyone. How about that? Uh, Commissioner Gordon, how about you stop oppressing black people in the narrows? Yeah, oh, I said right. it, Commissioner no, Gordon. No, all right. uh, no, yeah, I'm GPD done. has blood on I'm its done. hands. I'm yes, done. it does. Oh, right. He's going there. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Hey, Aquaman, uh, how about, uh, you know, you, you just, you tell all these fish to jump into my net and I'll cut you in for 50%. Sounds good. All right. High five. Legit. <laughs> uh, Aquaman's such a douche. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. He's basically the little mermaid. <laughs> but truly, I, I was thinking about this the alternate reality question. Yeah. And, like, you grow up thinking, like, ah, oh, it'd be cool to be Batman or any of these super, like, Wolverine or something. And then you think about, like, the Ooh. actual realistic implications of that. And it's not good. Like, They're so tragic. I would not. Yeah. I would not want to be Batman at all. <laughs> like, that's so See, horrible life. This is, like, the thing that gets me on these. Except like, for the billions of dollars. Like, mm. when you see these, like, kind of, like, alternate realities, it's always, like, a major decision. Mm-hmm. That changes, and like I think of the things that have steered my life have been the smallest, dumbest decisions in the world. Like my entire college career, which like charted me going into comedy and all that, uh, was because it was just as far away from my hometown as I could possibly go. <laughs> uh, and everything, everything is based on that. Uh, yeah. Like, like I came to Second City. Like I, I started taking classes at Second City because Second City was twenty five dollars cheaper than the groundlings at that time. Really? Uh, and second city is where I like met my wife and like my, like my wife, my child, my like whole life is based on that. Like, I don't want to spend another 25 bucks. So like the idea that it's like some <laughs> giant major life changing decision is far less likely than, you know, I could go out tonight, but they're rerunning the Goonies again. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that is far more the realistic path that most people's decisions make. It's those tiny, tiny things. Uh, tiny things like making the decision to uh, to purchase whatever is going to be coming up in our advertising next. And we have a doozy from what I hear. Michael Hyman is he, he's continuing his streak of missing show after show. Um, uh, excuse me. That man is pounding the pavement for us. Getting us ad after ad after yeah. ad okay. to keep the yeah, lights no one wants on. To say it, but uh, he's the Aquaman. Of- he really is the Stephen James of advertising. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the That's Stephen Aquaman's C. James of name. advertising, uh, he is going to step up though and uh, and get us the ad. I believe uh, Hyman sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, uh, Hyman Hyman emailed me the recording, oh. so I'm the one who's in charge of dropping it into the feed for you, Jim. I'm, so. Hyman emailed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hyman and I email I all that. the time. It's like every day. No. That guy, uh, that guy can meme. That guy, oh, geez. They're mostly Dodgers based, but Hyman, he's the best. He's My the entire best. entire worldview has been upended. Yeah. I'm sorry. We were hanging out before this. You guys didn't to. get the. No. Oh, I thought that was a group chat, but I guess it's oh, just he, he and I. Oh, huh. I had Dodger tickets. I got to go. Hard way to learn this. Yeah. I got to go. 
just uh, maybe enjoy yeah, your ad. I, ad. I should probably just I should probably just run the ad. Hey kids, are you ready to have some fun this holiday season? Well, now that you can be back, the only thing you need to bring to this game is your grandma. That's right, it's time to play everyone's favorite new board game, Don't Tip Grandma. All you need is our set of pieces and a simple sleeping grandma to play everyone's favorite game, don't tip grandma. After that second slice of pie, when grandma gets real sleepy, is to figure out who can push her the hardest without tipping her <laughs> over the edge. It's a matter of you can either rock her back in her recliner or simply bring up the fallacies of Fox News. What's it gonna take to not tip grandma? For nearly the entire family, everyone can participate. All the way from Uncle Bob, who's sick and tired of hiding his secret life from her, all the way down to Lisa, who dyed her hair green and wants to see if Grandma's gonna dare say something about it. But you gotta remember, don't tip Grandma! You don't want everyone to remember this is the Thanksgiving that you finally tipped her over the edge. Because remember, don't tip grandma is safe, sane, and consensual. Because in this original and unique game, we make fun out of everyone else's ruined Thanksgiving. You can poke and prod grandma about her feelings about modern events, or you can poke and prod grandma as she falls asleep watching the matlock. You're going to love it. As, as quoted by our celebrity spokesperson, Haley Joel Osment, I see grandma. She ain't dead so don't tip grandma it's this thanksgiving's hottest game you'll wish it would never end grandma will though don't tip her that is an amazing product it is such justice that now it's other people not tipping my grandma uh, if anyone has ever gone to a restaurant with her, uh, this is a complete turnabout as fair play. Uh, I, I like to play the solo game after a dessert myself, but uh, the, doesn't that announcer remind me? Uh, it does remind me. Does it remind you of? Uh, did, didn't we have those ads uh, a little bit last year? Blue states over Oklahoma. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a that was a. I, I'm not going to say that I, I loved that uh, business, but I sure oh. love those ads. That you know park was and crazy. Money. I got an email from them recently. They are currently no on hiatus. Everyone oh. on their staff got double COVID. Oh. Yeah. And several members drown, actually, uh, because they were a big anti-mask contingent and they all went scuba diving. Oh, I don't know if yeah. that's called How being you... on hiatus. Just uh, <laughs> legally oh, they're just speaking. waiting for the summertime to rehire. Did oh, okay. did you did you write their advertising to that suspend that? I'm sorry. Did alternate Stephen C. James write their spin for that? Man, alternate Stephen C. James would have loved to write a pro. He he would have been all over like uh like the horse deworming ad. Alternate Stephen C. James, you're our only hope. We need you to write a horse to warming ad. Go. All right. Um, say nay to the vaccine and yeah. say yes to horse deworming. Invectin, you're gonna want to get it inside of you. Uh, that's just my first draft. Uh, uh, do you want me to keep pitching? Cause I got more. Oh well, we could also drop in like a Joe Rogan. Like, hey, I'm Joe Rogan. I'm just asking questions, but uh, you know, I eat elk. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then... <laughs> uh, I would love to work with Mr. Rogan again. Uh, I haven't worked for him ever since he was the spokesman uh, for my ill-fated Rogaine with Rogan um, advertising uh, campaign I did. Is that how that's pronounced? Yeah. Oh, wait, I forgot. Legit. Okay, yeah. No. Yes. I, was say, I don't know if we're in a scene anymore. Oh, my goodness. Also, how do you spell... Let me ask you this. How do you spell double COVID? It's C-C-O-O-V-V-I-I-D-D, right? No, it's COVID-38. Oh, got it. Dummy. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Two more and you get Turk 182. When you're saying double COVID, you mean mean they got it, resolved it, and then just got it reinfected, right? It's not some other weird... Yeah, it's it's they... Well, what happened was they were uh, mixing and matching, and it seems that they created their own uh, Zeta variant. Um, mm. So it's just, yeah, it's, uh, I think they were calling it the Braniff variant because it was like double Delta. Hmm. So did they, do they copyright that? Because uh, you, you want to jump on that right away. Oh, they don't believe in copyrights. Oh. Too much paper. Well, that works out well for the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a follow up question uh, as well to one of the alternate realities, if that's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, great. Uh, Mr. Compton, so you mm. said that you uh, you went to Second City instead of Groundlings, right? Right. Two completely different styles of humor as well. How do you think you would have been if you went the Groundlings way? Like, would you have just been like a character, like a walking character? Every every single second, or uh, I I think they would have said that character you play, Chris Compton. Uh, <laughs> he's very strong, um, but we're gonna make you take one hundred and one again for the hundred and fiftieth time. Uh, but I would have surrounded myself with bitter ex standups, uh, which is a great way to really embrace life. Uh, what I'm saying is that I would probably be drunk underneath a bus right now not not run over just holding on to the bottom bitter x stand-ups was one of my favorite canceled pilots <laughs> uh, that's all of my favorite canceled yes. pilots. i love x stand-ups <laughs> and i don't think that they are all bitter right smb chris sanders gentleman Hashtag who i love very much who did stand up stand up for a long time i yeah i'm yeah. very happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was very not old man, by the way. <laughs> uh, SMB was doing some character work right now. Steve, how happy you are, SMB. Uh, how happy would you be in your alternate life? What would, what would that I, you look know like? What? I've actually thought about that. Like in my alternate reality, I know a lot of people like to go dark. I think my oh, alternate reality would be super uh, just super, <laughs> super happy. I think this, this, yeah. my alternate me would not question things, would not wonder why, would not would not investigate things, would just accept everything. And uh, the best part of it, uh, nothing would ever uh, be uh, his fault. Uh, he'd claim no responsibility. It would, I think he'd be the happiest guy ever. Like, dude, I, I'm envious. Uh, why ask why? Um, just go with it. But is there, I just, is there diplomatic immunity between universes? Like, could... This idea of like, I, I just, what universe is the universe where like, there's no, because is it only you God. that would not have to take responsibility for anything? Or is this well, just see, a function of the entire, this universe where nobody has to? Well, here's the beauty of it. Uh, that uh, SMB in that universe doesn't care either way. It doesn't matter because uh, 
It all he only thinks as far as himself. Super. So Jesus, you mean to tell me that you took one loaf and you turned it into thirty-three thousand loaves to feed all the masses? What's the book say? It, well, I mean, it's it said clearly you did, and that there was enough bread, fish, and loaves to feed everyone. Mm-hmm. You did that? That's so cool. I just you don't want to believe the book. You don't want to. No, believe I, me. I believe the book. That just. I just no, okay. to meet the man. Why don't you just ask, to meet the man. Why don't you ask one of my twelve best friends in the world? Okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna Peter? jump in here. I'm sorry. As sure. Jesus's publicist, he did not sign up for this gotcha interview. No, um, it's not. We're it's just not gotcha. talking just, about the book. So just, I'm a you fan. Can, you can keep Thank questioning you. Jesus, just please. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. No questioning. Okay. Like this I'll, is Luke. I'll, the truth of the process. I have a different way. No questions about his dad. Okay, go ahead. So I'm gonna step out. So remember, this is a junket. You've only got eight minutes. Go ahead. You know what? So 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 go ahead and step out, PR guy. I'm Judas. I'm his hype man. What up, JC? We got this. That's right, we do, Judas. No one's ever gonna take us down. No one's gonna take our pride. Oh no, we got to keep the sermon. So, so Jesus, do do you remember that time when you when you walked on the water? Yeah. Dude, 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 I I was there. <laughs> that I was, was awesome. Oh, it was crazy. He moonwalked. He didn't, like, it looked like he was going what? forward, but he was going backward, and the nah. waves were trying to lap at him, but he was like, nah, I got this, and then hopped All in right, the boat, look, and hopped back had, off the boat. It was crazy. Judas is the best hype man, and normally uh-huh. I wouldn't uh, interject here. I'd let him do the hyping or the book yeah, do yeah. the talking, but I just got to... Uh, he brought up something moonwalk that um, the reference you're not going to understand right now, but just trust me. In a, in a while, in It'll several make, generations, I, it's going to make a lot of sense. Um, so, but oh, they're taking all oh, the credit because. Mr. Christ, mm-hmm. Mr. Christ, I got a question. Oh, Mr. Christ, oh, Mr. Christ, oh, oh, Mr. Christ, I'll Mr. Christ, I'll go next. I'll Mr. Go next. Christ, I got a question. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fred Nietzsche's Death of Chimes. Um, <laughs> don't you think it would be easier for you to use your omnipotent powers to actually just eliminate evil? Uh, like you could do that rather okay. than this uh, really I'm sorry. round. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Wait. Oh. Hey, wait. Dude, how are you going to come up with that? You don't have to feel this one if you don't want to. This guy's talking omnipotence. Man, you about to nip that in the bud? No, I have a simpler question. I know the rules. I know the rules. So, so like, Judas Peter, and Jesus, you Paul. guys are you, you guys are like friends, right? Just, I might need you. Like, like Judas, do you remember when you said you would never betray Jesus? I say lots of things. I don't listen. Oh, okay, that's cool. Like, but you would like never betray somebody as cool as Jesus, right? No, dude, this is how I get paid. This is my paycheck, right? my boy. So, no, of course, never, 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 never. Cock-a-doodle-doo, what? Hey, uh, so I I'm, I'm sorry. I, we, we've only got time. Was that a Chicada? Was that a Chicada? <laughs> uh, we've only got time for a couple more questions. Okay, folks. So please, Jesus has a very, very busy sorry, day. One of one of my my father's creations. It's cicada. That's what John cicada. Well, Jesus said it, so it's true. So it's cicada. All right, everybody. Yes. So, anyways, uh, we've got time oh, for like oh. one more question. Can I ask um, okay. a question? I know he's my boy, but let me just ask one question. All right, okay. Is it, is ahead, it Judas, GIF? Is it GIF you. or is it JIF? I because I need to know a definitive answer. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Again, this isn't my. This isn't. You know this. This isn't my choice. 
Okay, I'm, you I'm know just, that I know this because you know that I know that you know this. I'm just I'm the son of the son of the creator, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't really hold I don't really hold that much power. Okay, it's not. I mean, the things I'm doing aren't even that. Oh man, you got all the juice. What are you I talking about? I don't think now's the time to be humble, Jesus. Okay, I, yeah. let's, uh, let's just Fred, go ahead and I, I'm sorry. Can I Fred, clarify? Ask oh. a clarification question here. When you say you're the son of the creator, did yeah. you mean the creator of all things, or did you mean the creator of the graphical interchange format? Because that was the topic you were just on, and we still didn't clarify the pronunciation. So I just want. Or are you Tyler, the creator's dad? Uh, clearly, it's GIF, because okay. Stanley Stanley Stanwick of the Stanwick yes. Press. Uh got a question. Um you are gonna come back in like two thousand years or something and save us all, right? Oh, I can't add uh, sir, you don't have to answer that. Say? I'm sorry, we're shutting down this press conference. No, we're shutting no, down wait, this press conference. The, no, we're shutting it down. The we're bo- shutting it down. The book we're- left an ominous ending. Legit. Uh, also, I should say publicly, I now have to say it, Jeff, because of a bet or an agreement that I made with Jet. I asked him to do me a favor, and I said I would pronounce it as how how he pronounces it. That's so right. it is officially Jeff. No Woo! matter what my heart says, I have to say Jeff now for the rest of my life. There but it is pronounced it is, Jeff. It is. <laughs> I believe not- it's pronounced frittata. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those bugs are so annoying. They're so loud. <laughs> oh. Hey, man, it's 25 or 6 to 4. Peter Cetera reference. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, I, you know what? I, too many references. They've all come back. It's all circled around. This is just the reference machine right now. I think uh, I think we're, we're going to call it right here, guys. Life's a herald, oh. baby. Yeah, right? Can keep it light. Keep it tight. So, I don't know. Is that a phrase? But what would happen if you didn't? Keep it light and keep it tight? Ooh. Ooh. No, is there an alternate reality where this is like a six and a half hour episode? Oh my god! Uh, Actually, we have that episode somewhere. Do we do? Yeah, I had a few. It's not good. That that episode is what happens if I don't hit the stop button in a few seconds, and you guys get to hear all the conversation that goes on after this episode. Which in the Patreon page, thank you as always to Matt Walker for our intro and outro music. This episode was hosted and edited by me, Jet Kaufman. We uh, we this one featured the talents of Josh Spence, Sean Michael Boozer, Chris Compton, Stephen C. James and Chris Sanders. Every scene and ad uh, that you heard in this episode was improvised. We made it all up on the spot with only a light touch of editing for your comfort. Check the show notes. Uh, Occasionally we do write something. So see who wrote it in there and get some extra info, links to references, you name it. And then uh, if you love what you heard, if you love what we're doing, make sure to leave us a five-star review on your podcast provider of choice and tell a friend about the show. But before all that, uh, Jet, can we start recording now? Oh, geez. Um, All right. I guess Ah, go for it, Josh. Right. All right, cool. Now, I don't believe anything's on for my time. I kick the door on its hinges just so I could move on.
one year. Yeah, man. Oh my god, I can't believe we did it. Yeah, <laughs> it feels feels weird. It feels good. Yeah, I, it, it also in in one essence, I'm very proud of us and the work we've done. But then again, I think of our rivals who they don't know that they're our rivals yet over at the Comedy Fix. They've done like 60 episodes. Right. <laughs> so it's like big deal, small potatoes. They really hit hard and fast with their stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's what and, she said. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and we got to get their art team on our podcast because they've got some good stuff there. But hey, let's talk about our show. Okay. <laughs> uh, I love what we're doing. Uh, this is super fun. This is just, uh, again, we've talked about it a bit in the show, but like it's it's absolutely our therapy session every every two weeks. Uh, yeah, to, to some degree, it certainly is. It's an amazing outlet and we get to experiment so much and like people have no idea what goes into producing the show because it sounds goofy and silly and clean and easy, but there's a lot of work in it. I think I've said this before that like I don't. I don't know a hundred percent what you do and <laughs> I'm, and I don't want to know not. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a lazy way, but it's what you do. Jarrett Lennon Kaufman is magic and I like magic and I don't want to, it's the, one of the few times I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Mm. Well, I'll you know? be, I'll, I'll be vague then, but yeah, I mean, there is a lot of work. I mean, there's all the work behind the scenes of uh, herding cats, aka improvisers. Oh and, like my it's, God. it's it's not that's like my it's, world. That's my yes, world. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been your world for a long time. But and it's you know we have an amazing team of friends uh, on this team. But, like sure. scheduling can sometimes be hard because people have lives, people have jobs, people have schooling, people have all sorts of things. So we're constantly figuring out who's available and what kind of challenges we're going to deal with with that. So like that's that side of it. Which and is then, funny for me. Sorry to sorry to yeah, interrupt. No. It, it's funny for me because in one essence, I'll hear like, oh, I'm going to take my wife out to dinner or I'm going to do something nice for a significant <laughs> other or I'm going to be an awesome father to my son or daughter. And yeah. in, in one regard, I'm like, dude, totally do that. And then I check the calendar and it's a recording day. And I'm like, why are they doing this? They're fucking my life up. Where are your priorities? Yes. Yeah. I just turned into this monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and because I mean, it's because we love this so much. And so it sometimes it becomes hard to recognize that this isn't the most important thing in the world, even though it really sometimes feels like the most important thing in the world because it's it it matters. It We feel something. Well, I think if you just listen to the episode that this is attached to i think this is an example of that because we had we had taken a break Mm -hmm. for everybody because we needed a break yes yes (laughs) and and it's like everybody came back and it was like oh my god this is great i love this why did yeah why why did we take a break (laughs) yeah and and i feel like you know there's there's elements in there that we're working on because i think there's a lot that needs to be acknowledged here and i'm not talking like just about my work uh yes obviously should always be acknowledged as as the the guy doing the editing like that's a lot of work i typically put somewhere in the range of like four to eight hours of editing into into these episodes some some way more than that because we do amazing stuff like some of the trailers and that's another thing that I think needs credit for. Almost everything that you hear in this show is improvised on the spot. We're we're having a conversation, and somebody you know thinks of something they want to play with, and we improvise the scene in the moment. 
Uh, our ads are mostly improvised, especially anything that Michael Hyman does or that we call a Michael Hyman ad. Yeah, that's something where, you know, a little, little bit of inside information. But I think it's fun because I think it, there's an extra credit in, in this to how people do this is I I send a little message to just the person reading the ad, which is mm -hmm. almost always Michael Hyman, except he's been out a little bit, which just I, I make up a name of a product. And like five or six buzz phrases, maybe the name of a celebrity or something. And that's all I give him. And then on the spot, when it's time, he crafts a product and a sales pitch for it. And then lately, we've had a few people stand in for him. And it's just, it's crazy fun. I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I love the art of improvisation. I am an improviser uh -huh. for sure. Uh -huh. But also playing with these people uh -huh. also makes me appreciate the writer that I am because like these guys are so funny and so off the cuff with their shit that like some, like the, some of the produced ads, I write most of the produced ads. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's like... where I was, yeah, that's <laughs> Go where ahead. I was going to hit, hit here is that uh, uh, most of the ads that aren't written by Michael Hyman with a few exceptions that are improvised on the spot because someone Chris was Sanders feeling it. or Ali yeah. Marr. Yeah. Some, you know, occasionally somebody just has something, but overall the, most of the rest of the ads we do pre-write. That's one of the few things that's written here. And yeah, Josh Spence probably writes the majority of those. Uh, occasionally he, you know, he'll definitely send them to, to the rest of us. They'll get some, they'll get some notes. Sometimes he gets a co-writer on them. The trailers, the movie trailers, especially are Josh Spence's babies. And they're so <laughs> much fun. And we usually, we record them live in show. So it's still not like a whole heavily overproduced thing. You know, we'll take a, do a few little retakes uh, of a couple lines here and there and then clean them up and, and editing. And then that's where a lot of editing work goes in to make it sound as yeah. closer to a movie trailer. But that's that's where some some writing shows up. I'm going to start trying to credit people for their writing uh, again because I think they they deserve that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and yeah, I think that's uh, necessary for also people outside of myself because I I know a bunch of us are interested in writing. Mm -hmm. But it's it's that inspiring where uh, God, it's like God damn, my friends are just that funny that I have to like think of something <laughs> as opposed to off the cuff. It's it's yeah. a blessing and a curse, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, we talk about this all the time, but it's just so incredibly lucky to be in this group of people who are all very talented in in dramatically different ways, but in ways that complement one another so well. And yeah, we, we just get to be in the midst of this and they lift they lift us up and make us sound smarter and funnier and sharper and more clever. Uh, speaking of like shouting out... <laughs> And uh, our crew, can I can I give a couple outside shouts out shout outs besides? Uh, yes, however you want to word it, go for it. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I think we actually, uh, and I give them a hard time on the show, uh, certainly through the year, but I think a lot of credit has to be given to like the crew at Rydell Chevrolet, who like still listens, man. Like our unofficial I'm, sponsors, for sure. But like. I remember our first or second podcast putting out and we had stickers and I wasn't expecting, you know, to hear anything. And like our boy, Ray Espinosa was the first one was like, Hey, that's great. When's the next episode? Mm -hmm. And just like hearing that outside <laughs> voice going, Hey, that's great. Do it again. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not like we're super deprived, although we're artists, we're always deprived, but like, <laughs> Default uh, state, 100%. But yeah, just hearing that outside uh, uh, response of, hey, do more, 
really kept us going through those early episodes. Mm-hmm. And then I think to those later episodes, mm-hmm. it also helped us as well. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I think because, you know, we, we went through a little time where like, we had those like three person episodes. We got super in our own heads about is this the right thing to do? A hundred percent. We definitely early on had a philosophy of we're going to do whatever show is available to us in this moment. And maybe it's going to be a weird show that's nothing like the other episodes and it's limited for whatever these reasons. And then, yeah, we did those. and I was like, oh, my God, was this just for us? And so it was so really nice to have people who weren't us listen to it and go, no, that was for me, too. I felt I felt I gained something out of that. Uh, it, it made us feel like we were on the right track. And I think we're going to keep for uh, sure. hitting those instincts. I remember thinking uh, and when we were talking about like length of the show, I was like, man, let's just go as long as until the candle burns out. Like, let's do <laughs> four hours. I don't give a fuck. Joe Rogan can suck it, you know, and then. And then once, like, we had a couple episodes where, like, I cracked myself open and just uh-huh. whatever oozed out was me, specifically the one where, you know, Jet and uh, St. James are my two dads. Very dad-heavy episode. Like, uh-huh. you, you pour a lot of yourself out. It, 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 takes, it, it takes it from you, man. So, it like, does, yeah. I'm so happy to have a crew to share that, you know, yeah. burden with. And everybody's down to get open and emotional and be funny. And I think that's what's so great about this. Yeah. And I think with time, we're going to crack, crack open more of the, the crew. But I, I think uh, especially like with this, this today's episode that you're listening to the end of right now, it's another example of we're also going to really make sure that, that the fun is there because we have fun. And I think when we're having a blast, it comes through for all of you. At least I hope so. So, uh, yeah, it's a joy. Yeah, it's a, it's a joy recording this talking with my friends doing bits with my friends uh the work you do jet i uh, magic <laughs> i know I, I i i wish i could put it more eloquently than magic but like i i feel very strong that what you do is magic and then hearing it come out and saint james saint james listens to it at midnight he's our first listener yeah and like the fact that we get it, and then Again, Ray's our second listener. He'll hit me uh-huh. up seven o'clock in the morning, you know, about and he'll remind me about bits we did in the episode that I forgot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We got we gotta get that guy some merch. Yes. Hard. He deserves it. Yep. All right. I I, I don't want this episode to now suddenly go long, but I love you. Um I love this this show. I love this team. Uh I yeah, I I love you too, man. This this again, I'll be quick, but this whole thing started out as a way to keep our stage show going because there was some type again that word magic uh-huh. amongst us and it's so rewarding a year later to still see that faith and magic rewarded every time we get together sounds good so i'll uh, i'll see you back here in a year yep next year all right next year start recording now yes now okay good Whew.